What's up, witches? What's up, bitches? I mean, witches. I'm Linda Hurd. John Kane. And you're watching Getting Witchy. And today we are going to be talking about curses and hexes. Yes. We have two very differing views on the use of such things. Well, what's your view? Mine involves karma. Yours does not. Well, I mean, true. I don't okay. believe in karma. Okay. So, and, and I do. So, my methods have been a bit more subtle. Where yours are direct and in their face and... Doing your best to destroy them without destroying them, or maybe destroying them? Destroying them by their own devices. Yes. And where mine are more, a little more subtle, but the same process, by their own devices. Anyway, so, before we get into this, the very first curse, documented historically and literally uh literal literal okay literature okay documented in books um friday the 13th plope 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 <laughs> anyway <laughs> pope clement see there's the plope plope i did it a fucking game uh, Pope Clement V and King Philip Philip the Fourth of France plotted against the Knights Templar, and on Friday the Thirteenth, which is where it is believed by many, including myself, that the image of Friday the Thirteenth being a bad omen. Um, they set forth a plot that on the 13th, all the Knights Templar would be labeled as heretics and hunted down and killed. As a segue to that, though, part of the killing was burning at the stake, which our sisters learned about in the early years of the American colonies. Well, no. Witches were only burned at the stake in Europe. In the Americas, they were either hanged or pressed with stones or they just yes, died they were... in their prison cells from sickness. They were yeah, not actually you... burned at the stake here. Okay. So, as I was saying, when... The Grand Master of the Knights Templar was being burned at the stake. He cursed the Pope and King Philip. And within a year or two, maybe less, the Pope was dead from some unknown and rare illness. And King Philip was also dead and 
all three of his successors were killed. So his lineage was wiped out from the curse, supposedly, that happened um, at the stake. That is the, I love, it's documented, it's well known, it's not disputed. He cursed the bloodlines and they were wiped out. So you're talking about the ultimate episode of Fuck Around and Find Out? Yes. Yes. Hmm. Anyway, so... So since we are talking about curses and hexes, other than what we who have been listening to the podcast from the very beginning know was your first foray into witchcraft, have there been any people that you have wanted to curse or hex or that you have? Oh, so you don't want me to tell the story of the... Did I tell that story at all? You did. In the very first? In the very first. My very first spell? Yes. Very yes, first you, spell. Yes, you told it on here, but you also told it on Peter's podcast. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And by the time we got to it here, you were kind of like over telling the story because we had tried well, recording I, a few I times. Mean, I've um, become more subtle with it. Hmm. Uh, I do not have any detailed stories of individuals that crossed me or went against me uh, in, in business or otherwise. I just know what I've done for certain individuals. Um, I would burn a candle and focus my energy on, or even just without a candle, uh, focus my energy during meditation on everything bad that that person, that I perceived that that person did. And I'll acknowledge that by what I perceived. Um, everything bad that that person did would come back on them and they would experience by tenfold. Okay. And within anywhere from a couple days to a week, that person was out of my life. Mm. They were gone. Never to be heard from or seen again. At least in my life. Mm. See, mine have been different. There have been hmm, quite a few individuals that I have cursed or hexed over the years. And some of them, it's just been to make them see the error of their ways. Yeah, that's kind of how mine started out. But ultimately, it came down to, I want you to feel the same pain you inflicted, you fuck. Um, so. But others, it like... <laughs> So when I was, well, actually, I wasn't even at the airport anymore. I was already at CCI. Yeah, but, that explains a lot right there. But there was somebody messing with one of my best friends at the airport. Okay. And being a total bitch to them. And they were a bitch to me shortly before I left. 
um, pretty much ever since they found out I was a witch. They were being a bitch to me and my fr my friend. Um, I thought once I left, since I was taking the brunt of it, that everything would calm down. Take but it off. Right. But it continued. And I did not take kindly to that. You want to fuck around with me? That's one thing. You fuck with the people I care about, that's something else. And the gloves come off, and the bitch comes out, and I will fucking curse you to the ends of the earth. So, you need to be careful about what you do. And this bitch continued to be a bitch to somebody that I cared about. So, I actually performed a spell called Three Nights of Hell. Performed? Performed a spell called Three Nights of Hell. And I did it for three nights in a row. And shortly thereafter, her life started to fall apart. And after the three days, like, I, I let it up. I released it. But her life continued to fall apart because she was such a bitch. Um, and the funny thing is, is my friend actually asked me, like, did you do something to her? Because... She's like constantly complaining her life is falling apart. It was like, well, I'm, I can neither confirm nor deny. And she's like, okay, then you do. Like, <laughs> you know. Um, See, and therein lies the difference between the subtle and the direct. Like, love of my life does not give a shit or think about the karmic or... Otherwise, for the energy you put out, you receive concept. Just fucking throws it out there and that's beautiful and dangerous at the same time, but gorgeous. Well, you want to throw bitch energy at me, I'll throw it right back. Yes, I agree with that. I just feel that there are more subtle ways... So, therefore, my methods may be a little bit slower, but... Subtlety gets lost on the mentally challenged. Not always, unless you're the mentally challenged. I mean, whoever is doing the spell, not you. Not I tried being subtle with that person, and they continued to be a bitch. Not only to me, but to my friends. Was friend. this before you were using the freezer technique? The freezer is an awesome method of cursing someone. Well, is it really... It's not really cursing. It's freezing them in their fucking tracks. Before you have to put a curse or hex on them. You put them in the freezer describing... Well, first of all, their name... As much information about them yeah, as you as can Yeah, as much get. as you can. Like what they're doing, date of birth, how what they're doing is, is uh, detrimental, blah, blah, blah. And then chill the fuck out. And fold that up and put it in some water in a container and freeze it. And they so, chill the fuck out. Generally speaking, yes. The freezer spell is always my first resort. However, if bitches continue to be bitches... I have to be a little bit more firm in what I do. Okay. Now, you have a, uh, a story similar to this with your audio engineering school. 
Yes. Yes. So, as we mentioned in the last episode... Well, we didn't... Really, a cycle... It didn't get recorded. Well, a cycle at Audio Engineering School was three weeks. At the beginning of second cycle, so week four, mm-hmm. we had a new teacher because each cycle you, you got new teachers. Right. And I went into this class thinking, I'm going to like this guy because I've liked all the other teachers we've had. And it's going to be awesome. Like, I even liked Alan, who everybody else thought was an asshole. But he just kind of shot straight from the hip. Whoever Alan is. You're going to learn about Alan later. Mm. Um, so I went into this class like, I'm going to like this guy. I misspoke a word. And he picked on me hard for it. Because, because I was the only female in the room. And he even pointed out to the guys that... He just wanted to make sure that I knew what I was talking about when I got out into the field. Well, yeah. But, but... Because you would be representative of that school. But shortly after that, one of the guys misspoke a word. And he did not pick on him at all. All he did was say, you're wrong. It was a nice try, but you're wrong. Okay. So, basically, he made an example out of me. Which, as the only female in the room, I did not take kindly to. So I cursed him in my mind, like, this motherfucker. And all the guys were like, dude, don't piss her off. She's a witch. She'll hex you. I'm like, yo, don't fucking warn him. Let him find out on his own who he's messing with. So I, you know, did my little thing in my head. And things slowly started to deteriorate for him. And about a week later, I had a really awful headache because of the barometric pressure changing. Mm -hmm. And he checked on me like four times that day. He didn't have to. Nobody else did. Um, And so at that point, it was like, okay, so he's actually kind of a nice guy. Maybe I should just let up on this. Uh, he's just at the hospital. No. Anyway. So, I kind of released the the curse, or I thought I did, but things still kind of deteriorated for him a little bit. Um, but then he became, like, one of my closest confidants. Like, we became friends he became a mentor well it's kind of like with boys you guys the two boys will get into a fight and doesn't matter the outcome of the fight after that they're base they're best friends that's the way boys so i got into a schoolyard scrap with this dude and And he (laughs) fucked around and found out he did he did (laughs) (laughs) um I guess my thing is like whatever method you choose to use it's just like love spells and love potions um if you want to use those you will fuck around and find out how detrimental and or bad they can be um same thing with hexes and curses um If you believe in the magic that we believe in, 
and the ancestral garbage that we have to continue to carry into the next life. Whether our actions affect us now or later, um, be careful with what you do. And please be careful with how... If you've watched the first episode, you know what I did my very first spell and why it scared me away from magic. It's scary. What we can actually accomplish and do without laying a finger on a mother lover. Yep, it can be. Um, be conscious of, of the energy you're putting forth and the reason behind it. If it's not... What's the word? Valid is not a good word. Um, if it's not justified, like truly justified, then don't put that energy out there because you're hurting somebody that doesn't deserve to be hurt. And that will come back on you. In my humble opinion. But. Motherfucker fucks with you or yours. Family kin. Do what must be done. I firmly believe that. Just be aware of what you're doing. See and that's the thing. is Usually when I do have to take that course of action. It's because. I believe it is justified. And I, and I'm not disputing that. I'm speaking in terms like I am not telling somebody that just discovered magic like I did at 10 years old. Well, I'm, and did a spell that nearly killed somebody that was completely innocent of the situation. Completely innocent other than the name and the family. Right. Like, be aware of what the fuck you're doing. Yes. And I think awareness is the major thing. But see, that's part of the whole witch's pyramid. Like, to know, to dare, to will, and to be silent. Like, the first step of it is to know. You have to know what the fuck you're doing. You have to know who you are. You have to know your strengths and weaknesses. You have to know what you're working for. You have to know... Have you talked to this generation of... Spoon-fed TikTokers? No. Or just people? Yeah, I dislike people too. But, like, they're not... They're, they're, I mean, they ask for answers on fucking TikTok and Facebook when they could easily research a book look up uh, a book on the uh, topic or Google it or any number of other things but. other than saying, hey, I'm doing this. I want to know what y'all's thoughts are and then cry when they get... Get the answer they don't want. And say, you're attacking me and this is not what this is... This platform is designed... For, well, no, actually, it is. If you're being an idiot, we're going to tell you you're being an idiot. 
I hear you because I, I see it a lot in my Facebook groups where somebody asks for advice. And, and they literally ask for advice. They use those fucking words. But yes. then when somebody comes at them with something they don't want to, I didn't ask for your opinion. That's exactly what you asked for. True. However, also in a lot of the groups that I'm on in Facebook, the number one rule is witchy advice only. Like, leave out the mundane. Assume the mundane stuff has been done. Well, that's kind of ridiculous because most of the people don't. But, like, 99% of the responses will be mundane answers. So, I mean, I kind of get the frustration, but at the same time, it's, well, you need to make sure you're working the mundane with the magical. Because if you're not, the magical is not going to work. You or have it's to show. Be too hardcore. Or not hardcore enough. Hmm. I mean, if you're not showing the universe, and I think we discussed this when we were on Peter's podcast, if you are doing spell work, but not doing the mundane to handle whatever's going on that you're working the spell work for, then the universe is going to get to you on its own time. But if you're like, I think with Peter, he wanted a, a Netflix special. For those of you who don't know who Peter is, he's a comedian and a podcaster. His name is Peter Sirs. His podcast is called The Camera Adds 10 Pounds. Um, Did we get paid? We were on his podcast on an episode. And during that episode, we talked about how, like, if he wanted to do spell work to get a Netflix special, he's already been hustling for over 10 years. It's been, like, almost 20 at this point. And so doing spell work would kind of enhance his efforts to get that Netflix special. Because it's something specific that he's working towards. And he's already doing the mundane work. He's already setting up the um, the shows that he needs to do to get to more places, to get out there. But if you're like those people who want to win the lottery, but you don't ever play the lottery, doing a smell is not going to work for you. No, you've got to play to win. So... I mean, that's just where I was going with that. You got to do the work to get the rewards. Okay. I was just wondering if you're going to play with your hair one more time. Do you want me to but play with my hair? Have a great night. Happy New Year to y'all. Um, we don't have any episode coming up for the New Year because, well, I mean, the Chinese have been doing it for centuries. So. Well, and... It's not really Technically a, speaking, I think our new year was on Samhain. Yeah. So, happy late new year. Enjoy the ball dropping. Hope it doesn't drop in your mouth. What? Happy new year. Peace out, witches. One love. What? <laughs>